is such a thing even possible? Yes, it is. It is. It is. It is. It is. After 14 years, and after 14 nights, making something from the Israelites. Out on a limb, inside the heights, eyes a machine, out of sight. Not much air, breathing still, sleeping hardly, who did you kill? Hello there, curious listeners, and welcome to Is It Possible, an Ancient Astronaut Podcast. My name is Daniel Carroll, and along with my friend Alistair Tanish, we've decided to create a brand new podcast fully dedicated to the topics of fringe religion, cults, cryptids, and of course, ancient aliens. Maybe Bigfoot as well, but hopefully not. Our original intention was to review every single episode of the show Ancient Aliens in order and then review each episode after having watched it. We realized that this would firstly be impossible and secondly not be quite as entertaining as we had hoped and we had come across a number of other topics which we would have liked to included which Ancient Aliens did not fully go into. Therefore, we decided to make the podcast more general. If you're in any way interested in topics of fringe religion, religious studies, or ancient history, or just general kookiness, this will definitely be the podcast for you. Topics for the podcast will include us attending cons, attending meetings on UFOs and their spiritual missions, and literary reviews where we delve into the literature a fringe religion, and ancient aliens. While we are in no way experts in the field of religious studies or ancient history, we do intend to maintain a well-read perspective on every topic we address. That being said, we do intend to maintain a casual and humorous outlook on every topic. This first episode is quite rough around the edges, as we had not yet established a format for the podcast. We address... The Mana Machine, a book published in 1978 by Rodney Dale and George Sassoon featured in the first ever episode of Ancient Aliens entitled The Evidence. We found this topic so absolutely hilarious we had to pause the video to give ourselves a moment to laugh when we first watched the episode. The book is a retranslation of the Zohar, 13th and 14th century Jewish mystical texts, which the authors use as proof for their theory that the Israelites, during their time in exile, were gifted with a manna-producing machine powered by a nuclear reactor contained inside the Ark of the Covenant. We hope you enjoy this first episode and look forward to more into the future. Unum Pentium. Welcome to our <laughs> podcast. Our podcast. Uh, our revamped podcast. Yeah. The first attempt was was just it was well we started out watch we just we thought that we would do a full watch of every ancient aliens episode from beginning to end and we realized that 
we realized that this is just Im- it's Im- it's not possible. We, we, our podcast was called "Is It Possible?" <laughs> some it's things not, are not possible. Some things are not possible. Recording that podcast was not possible. It's like it's on th- season thirteen. Is season thirteen the current series? Uh, I think it's actually on season fourteen or fifteen. Season fourteen and season thirteen had like f- at least fifteen episodes in it. Yeah, and they're all an hour long. That's every the season. The one was two hours. <laughs> oh, the two-hour specials are brutal. They're on, yeah. You can't oh. function after like watching one of them. So we decided that we would just curate the um, the episodes of things that we want to talk about. Interesting bits. Yeah. Funny moments. Yeah. Um, the good bits. The, the good bits. bits. The things that we stand. the things that we we mention and laugh about because they're so funny. Yeah. Yeah, and also yeah. that needs a bit of corroborating. <laughs> I can't particularly claim any expertise myself, but <laughs> that's, can I? that's fine. I mean, <laughs> yeah, um, I can at least, you know, be attentive that's... to what actual experts are saying. Yeah. So, what we going to talk about is the Mana Machine. Which does appear in the first episode, right? It does appear in the first episode, and it's yeah. definitely the standout moment in the first episode, I think. Oh yeah. 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 This is this is not like something that the Ancient Alien series has come up with. Because they're not they don't come up with anything. The whole thing is no. just stitched together from in the know. most basic possible way with large amounts of CGI thrown in. Um but the Man and Machine is based on a book of the same name by, by George Sassoon, son of Siegfried Sassoon. Son apparently. of Siegfried Sassoon, yes. <laughs> um, who claims that Aramaic is very simple to learn. Yes, and <laughs> he does speak Aramaic simple language. It's very easy. It's very easy to learn Aramaic. Um, mm-hmm. And Rodney Dale. And Rodney Dale, who is Terrifying. so weird. <laughs> Look, he's he shows up on screen and he's he's got this he's ridiculous just... cravat <laughs> and the, these very pointed eyebrows. Where do we begin? We so the so the claim is so they do claim that like aliens gave the Israelites the man machine. Yes. They claim the Israelites gave the the Israelites were given the mana machine by extraterrestrials. Right, and the mana machine. <laughs> if the mana, we we should begin with the the the, the appearance of the mana machine. It's it's got pipes and it's got tanks and it's got like a beard things. it's got like bits and bobs and then it's just got <laughs> massive balls, balls. <laughs> it's got massive massive balls and like when you first saw this i don't know but like i kind of felt like like they were just lacked so much self-awareness mm-hmm. that they didn't like mm-hmm. think about the balls mm-hmm. but then the book. <sighs> the book. 
And at the beginning, it says, oh, it's, it's like, this is not a work of pornography, but there is sex in <laughs> This is not a pornographic work, but there is lots of sex in it. And, and we were like, we oh, were reading this. How can there be sex in it? Like, how can there be sex in the mana machine? Okay, there's the balls, but like, how can you get actual sex yeah. in it? And there's just so much. There's so much. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how, where to begin. So first of all, like... Everything in the Bible has to be true, but not about what it says it's about. Mm-hmm. So the manna appearing in the wilderness has to be an alien machine that makes manna. I don't know how to explain that because that doesn't make any sense. But <laughs> well, yeah, it's the assumption that the texts are are l- literally true, but also only through the lens of ancient aliens. Yeah, yeah. And that the people didn't know what they were writing about, but they wrote down things in kind of pedantic detail, but also missing out, like, some basic things, like someone gave us a big machine. Someone gave us a thing that just, like, makes food for us. Yeah, and then also, like, I mean, you do just kind of have to ignore some things, like... The bit where it says they woke up in the morning and the stuff was just there and doesn't talk about it being like coming out of like when clearly this spaceship could descend and ascend very quickly and disappear the next day. (laughs) But what they do is they get the Zohar Mm -hmm. and they translate because it's a very simple language. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, it's very simple language. Oh, I don't understand. <laughs> they write um, that. But, but then, nonetheless, sort of seem to claim that everyone else who's ever translated the Zohar got it completely wrong. Completely like, wrong. Down to like very basic bits of vocabulary having to mean different things for it to mean what they want it to mean. Beard means pipes. Yeah. And mouth means. Intake. They basically say that it's. They use the phrase the ancient of days. Mm hmm. Yeah. As like, which is obviously, you know, a name for God that you get from like one of the books of prophecy. I've forgotten which one, but like it gets reused in various ways. Mm hmm. And then they say that that doesn't mean what it says it means. Oh, it doesn't. It no. means the transportable one with tanks. It actually means the transportable one with tanks. <laughs> so I should say, like, with Kabbalah, like, the kind of one part of it is creating this sort of imagery about God, where it's not saying, like, that God has particular attributes, but kind of admitting that you can't apply human attributes to the divine, but then accepting that you kind of can create this metaphorical mapping of divinity using, like, yeah. the figure of a human body. Yeah. So they don't, like, it's it's all, well, not all of it, but, like, a lot of it is written about, like, talking about human body parts. Yeah. Which is all part of a kind of metaphorical language, which is very, very complicated. And and if and if you and if you're familiar with, um, with this kind of writing, which exists in 
other faiths as well. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Myst- mysticism and other and faiths. And like kind of the well. whole point of that kind of mystical writing is that it's 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 internally coherent. Yeah. Exactly. It's, like, it's not it's not engaging with like the outside Literal world. Things. You're not really supposed to be able to understand it without being instructed in how to read it. But yeah. once you get used to its internal logic then it makes sense. And actually a lot of it is can be quite straightforward when yeah. you get into it. But um, I mean it's probably I mean it's what ancient aliens thrive on is is so like this perceived Hidden, yeah. hidden knowledge. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and that's kind of a problem with esoteric stuff, is that it's it's sometimes it's mm-hmm. it actually can be just quite simple, really. Yeah. But it's not that, it's actually just the transportable one with tanks. The transportable one with tanks. A big it's a big it's a big ugly thing <laughs> with balls. <laughs> <laughs> And it was powered by a nuclear reactor inside of the Ark of the Covenant, apparently, according to Rodney Dale, who has also written Cats, a lot of books about cats. A lot of books about cats. He's written some kind of weird 50 books, books. about cats. Yeah. They're not like cute books about cats. They're kind of They're creepy like, books about cats. Terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love cats, and I'm just quite weirded out by his like hey, cat books. It's really like, weird that he's, yeah... Yeah. I don't know why he's written... He's written a lot about trains. Trains as well. Yeah. yeah. A lot about transport in mm-hmm. general. And... And one book about the, the mana machine. Well, two. Yeah. Two books well, that are two, essentially the same. Well, two, because there's also the Kabbalah Decoded or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's them just translating the Zohar and making it all about, like, machines <laughs> with balls. With balls. <laughs> We, we read the book, or we read some of the book. We, we got it, and we, we read bits of it. And in the beginning, he... We I want to as, read more bits of it. I don't know if I want to read the whole thing. I don't want to read... Grueling. It's it very is, long. Some of it is just so disgusting. Unlike some Ancient Aliens books, it's not written in massive, uh, like, massive, massive font. And no, it, it's really fucking it's long. It's really long. And it, it's... It's it's terrible. <laughs> the opening it begins as we said that with this proclamation that while this is can while this book contains <laughs> sex it is not pornography, and we're just we we came from this episode and we were thinking how does this contain anything related to sex? Yeah, you know obviously we think that it looks like it has <laughs> balls when we see it it has massive balls but is this. Is this actually going to talk about sexual things? So we flip through it a bit, and uh, the beginning he talks about translating the text itself, and he he goes into how it was as we've joked about <laughs> the Aramaic was simple was simple to translate. Like Aramaic proved to be a simple language. Aramaic proved to be a very a very simple language. How can you say it's simple? And nobody speaks it anymore. Yeah. Can't, like, and obviously, like if you're gonna say that, make the claims you are, then clearly someone is getting it wrong somewhere. So yeah. Like, yeah. So then we'll. Then we just flipped through, and, and we immediately went to the beard. There's a chapter called Venerable Beards. Oh, yeah, because the beard is part of a machine. And it was mostly just... The, the chapter on beards was mostly talking about 
just beard showing up other yeah. places. <laughs> it's really stupid. There's a lot of like technical jargon as well. There is. There's a ton of technical jargon that yeah. makes no sense. And then there's a chapter on sexuality. Sexual antics. Sexual antics. <laughs> it said, among other things, that the Mana Machine was sexually it was tied somehow to sex or sexually symbolic i was really confused by what they were trying to say i, th- I think they were just saying that it like looks like a well, cock and it balls. looks like a cock and balls is what they're saying but not saying that and then yeah. they say and then they somehow get on to saying talking about like this hasidic idea where like like having sex on Shabbat night is this kind of like spiritual act where the mm. husband and wife unite and that says something about the unity of God. Yeah. And that is an actual thing. But they somehow kind of link the two together. Mm-hmm. And it sort of seems to be like giving this kind of claim that that like sexuality in Judaism is based around this machine with balls. <laughs> if, like, man, a machine with balls. If, like if they didn't have a machine with balls, they'd just never have sex. They just wouldn't occur to them to like do that. <laughs> they ejaculated out their mana, and then on, on Shabbat, as we know, was the day you had to clean the mana machine, and it was also the day that you had sex because you cleaned the mana machine, and apparently, its 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 release of mana was symbolic of your. If you're having sex, apparently, it was incomprehensible. Even even just like, even when you like take this stuff and you're just like, okay, fine, fine, I'll take your word for it. Mm -hmm. Then it still just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's just like any like raunchy descriptions of sex. It's just everything was like slightly creepy. Kind of uncomfortable, especially knowing who Rodney Dale (laughs) is. Just seeing his eyebrows. Yeah. Like, Knowing that he's just obsessed with sex and machines. And the mana machine. <laughs> and trains and cats. <laughs> and he's like and maybe more poetry. Writing a book about the sexuality of the Jews. <laughs> it's mm. just like, what is going on? What? And he went, yeah. And that's the first thing they have on on the uh, the first episode of Ancient Aliens, the evidence. The evidence, yeah. This is part of the evidence. Once you've done with the Sakara bird, you've got some rocks that are quite big, and then you've got, and then you've got Rodney Tail. <laughs> yeah, you've got the rocks, the classics. You got rocks. You have flying things that are definitely birds, but could also be planes. <laughs> And then those things don't just look similar anyway, but it's a classic. Another classic ancient aliens is is their inability to decide on whether ancient aliens flew in flying saucers or they flew in jets. Right, right, yeah, <laughs> right. Because like everything has to be so like anything, any ancient carving. If there's like a disc in it, they're like it's a flying saucer, and then like anything about like a dragon or a bird or something like it's a rocket ship, and it's like, well, which one is it? Which one is it? <laughs> but I mean, actually. Like it's kind of a really frustrating thing is that there's not even any attempt to kind of 
map these things. No. To be like, hey, we've got these carvings of things that look like flying saucers in this place, so maybe those are why the flying saucer aliens went. And then we've got these rocket things, so maybe that's where the rocket aliens went. Or maybe this is like, I don't know, just trying to like, it's never defined what the claim is, mm-hmm. which makes it therefore totally irrational to believe in it. Like, if you're believing in something yeah. you can't define, yeah. that to me is like a really weak form of belief. Yes. But then it also makes it just incredibly difficult to critique as well, because yeah. like, I just don't know what what is going on. Yeah. <laughs> bit where they say that, like, they only came out of the wilderness because the matter machine stopped working. Because, he, yeah, apparently they liked living in the in the desert. You didn't goop from you didn't massive goop. metal cop. Let's <laughs> 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 yeah, just, just, just have sex on Saturday and clean the machine and that's my life. Eat the goop and that's it. <laughs> Why would I ever want anything else? <laughs> I don't want milk and honey. Fuck that. <laughs> All oh, I want dude. is algae produced in beard. Well, there was a bit at the beginning where they they mentioned the the tetragrammaton, like the name of God, and yeah, you know, can, no one knows how to pronounce it because it was only ever pronounced by the Koenka doll in the temple, like on Yom Kippur once a year, you know, like, that whole thing. And then there's a, some footnote that was like, we'll be saying more about this later. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I need to find out what they're going to say about this. <laughs> and like, well, it, it said that like, said that like, Yom Kippur was actually the day when they like, <laughs> oiled the machine. Yeah, Yom Kippur is the day that they oiled up the machine. And this is something about like anointing with oil, and then like well, they gave it a good rub with an oily rag. Yes, what was and oiling the beard? Oiling they also the claim beard. that the yeah. tradition of putting oil in your beard in the Middle yeah. East. Is, is comes from the mana machine because the beard is the pipes that you have to lubricate to get your 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 goop out on 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 the other days of the week. <laughs> and apparently, this this honor of so wait so right so the beard. I just don't. Get I don't know why. You'd, why would you wipe it with oil anyway? Like, also, is, why would if you're like, writing beard, is it is I just none of it makes any sense. None of it makes any sense at all. And also just like why would it be in the Zohar? Yeah, why in the Zohar of any why would it not be in anything else? And they say and they say well the Zohar is like based on an oral tradition of Jewish mysticism, which is Probably true. I mean, you get sort of Kabbalistic things showing up in Second Temple period yeah. writings. Mm-hmm. Um, so, 
Yeah, it does seem to be. The ideas in it seem to be quite old. The yeah. book itself is completely 13th century. Um, yeah. But then, like, also, when you're talking about, like, Judaism, when you're talking about, like, the Hebrew Bible, the Hebrew that all Bible. coalesces in the Second Temple period. Like, that stuff was not written down, like, yeah, at the time of, like... In the, in the time of the supposed mana machine, like, that stuff was not <laughs> written then. None of that was written then. Are you saying that they weren't writing about the beard? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? I don't... You know, honestly, if they had the ability to write, why... I think they would have immediately already drawn the mana machine, first of all. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even well, if they hadn't <laughs> had the ability to write, they would have drawn the mana machine somewhere. Depicted it somewhere. Yeah, yeah. It's very distinct. It it has massive balls. (laughs) Someone would have drawn it. Someone would have mentioned it. Like maybe even like I don't know the Babylonians when they looted the temple (laughs) and someone would be like, "What is this? This massive? What the fuck is this?" Well, apparently that's that's the that's an interesting point because the end of the book is a speculative chapter on the location of the mana machine, oh, yeah. and it says it's oh, probably in the mountains yeah. in Jordan somewhere, and so it okay. says you should go into Jordan with a Geiger counter, <laughs> looking oh, yeah, for. Oh, because it's all radioactive as well. Yeah. Which, what the fuck is going on? How, how are they drinking radio... How are they eating radioactive goop in the wilderness <laughs> from a cock and balls <laughs> for 40 years? But wait, hold on. So, I'm also a bit confused. Like, the Ark of the Covenant was a nuclear reactor. Yeah. And that was like a battery that they used to power the man machine. Yeah, that was but the, the man radioactive. machine was put in the Holy of Holies. And that's where the Ark of the Covenant... Yeah. But then... Or did they like swap together? I I don't know. Maybe if we find the mana machine, we'll also find the Ark of the Covenant. Ah, I'm sad they didn't say it was in Ethiopia, actually. Yeah, you think the Ethiopians have the mana machine hidden somewhere? I would love to, like, I'd love to go to Axum and see Rodney Dale at (laughs) whatever churches. It must let me in. I want to come and see the mana machine. He's a a good wipe for the royally chow. He just rides by cats and (laughs) trains. It's it's it is the uh, Ark of the Covenant that's radioactive. It's not the Mana Machine. Right. Okay. And then because it's very ambiguous in the bits of the book, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. I would like if the Mana Machine were in Israel or were in Ethiopia, but it's like tiny. It's it's like it's like. (laughs) Uh, you can put it on your desk, and it just sort of produces a bowl of mana. Actually, eat. that's another thing. Like, how many people are they claiming it was feeding? I don't know. Yeah, apparently a lot. If you needed a I mean, nuclear reactor be, to power it. Well, but also, like, if you're going to be saying that the the that like the stuff in the Bible is like literally true yeah you've got that bit where it says that there were 600,000 adult males with their Mm -hmm. you know yeah 
wives and children and parents. Like, yeah. <laughs> Which is a lot. Like a lot of dudes. So yeah. it was, I mean, how big were these balls? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Some of the balls were gigantically huge. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't fit in any grip. <laughs> like how much? Like so that they say that like the mouth of the, the ancient. Mouth. Of the, I can't believe I'm saying this. Do you think? That, <laughs> do you think that the balls in South America are influenced by the mana machine oh, balls? I'd love that to be a theory. I hope someone's made a theory out of that. I hope so too. If they haven't, I might write a book about that. Apparently, it's really fucking easy to get published by these people. Like, <laughs> I think we should try to get onto sta- onto the stage. I think we should. Should we start just like churning out like scrap? Yes, <laughs> we should. Making connections between these different things, and we can just like throw in random stuff that we know. Oh yeah. Yeah, and That'd we can be, be like, we have degrees. There is actually quite a lot of untouched stuff. Oh yeah. There. Oh, absolutely. Like, they've never done anything about, like, Ireland. No, they haven't done nearly enough about Ireland. I don't want Ireland. them to, but then there's, like, you get, like, an actual, like, like, it's really interesting because you have bits of Irish mythology that are, like, early examples of sci-fi. Yeah. Like, there are, I mean, not sci-fi, it's in, mm-hmm. like, spaceships, but, like, imagining te- yeah. technology. Mm-hmm. I mean, which is something people just do. Yeah. Like, yeah. Of course. No, it's that's really not true. Cool bits of... They can't imagine things. They no. did not have words for these <laughs> things. Had no words. Because <laughs> language is the ch- is the the, the cherished, cherished stepchild, stepchild of thought. It's always limping behind events. <laughs> cherished stepchildren always limping. That's the thing I don't get. I don't understand that metaphor. Actually, when you f- it, every time I think about it, it makes less sense. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. What's Rosh Hashanah? Well, actually, actually, wait a minute, because there's this there's a midrash that says that. Well, there's like a custom where when you're like reading from the from the book and you get to the bit where the king of Persia is getting drunk with his pals. Yeah. Um, and it's traditional to use a lament chant for the bit where they're, for the verse where they're getting drunk. Yeah. Because the Midrash says that they were drinking out of the vessels that were stolen from the temple by the Babylonians. The vessels? The vessels. <laughs> Maybe they were drinking out of gigantic huge balls. Who knows? Who knows? Miniature mana machines. <laughs> <laughs> Every is that's the that's the explanation. Everyone the mana machine one. is in Iran because in Iran because the Persians conquered Babylon, conquered Babylon, took the vessels, i.e. the balls, the balls from the temples to Shushan, and then oh my god, yeah, you're right. That's explains the entire Iranian nuclear program. You're right. Because they, 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 they developed it from that. They want to reactivate the man machine. Yeah. Get some goop. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. when maybe when the Arabs then conquered the Persian Empire, later, much later, yeah. but they discovered the man machine hidden somewhere. Yeah. yeah. And brought it. Or maybe, maybe the... Mm, who knows where it could have ended up. Then they brought it back. Maybe it's in the Kaaba. 
Oh, maybe. Yeah. So they do actually have an episode. Oh, my God. We saw it and it just briefly and it looked oh, really bad. Yeah. They don't really tend to... They don't touch Islam that much. Yeah. Just... Yeah. I imagine that might be for reasons that are quite racist. But then again, the way they talk about Judaism is extremely racist. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I don't know who gets off worse, really. Yeah. Or maybe it's just they, they don't they guess, fear getting backlash, maybe? Maybe. I mean, I think maybe just because you don't really have, in Islam, you just don't have pictures of people with hand axes. That's the problem, really. Yeah. And they don't have big stones yeah, in Islam. No. They don't have big no. rocks. They did mention, like, the, the rock in the Kaaba. That's point. the problem. They do it's have like a one, one rock, rock in 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 Islam. <laughs> and the parents <laughs> will go to town over that one rock. They will find that rock. <laughs> whatever your culture is, whatever your religion is, you got a rock. We'll find your rock, and we will talk shit about it. Yeah, because they've talked about the only time they've talked about Ireland was when they talked about that Irish oh, yeah, rock. Should, yeah, of course. <laughs> About. Yeah, they talk about this sto- the one stone the you're supposed to kiss. Stone. Yeah. <laughs> Any rock. Yeah. I think they talk about the stone oh, yeah. of Schoon is the only time they talk about yeah. Scotland as well. Don't they talk about, like, the, like, what's it, some, like, stones in, like, Georgia or something? Like, I mean, Georgia, USA? Yeah, like, like, for one second. Yeah. They're like, yeah. Georgia, massive stones. Like, massive stones. Like, someone put those up like two years ago. Yeah, or 1970s or something. And they have the Ten Commandments and like a couple other things written on them. And they have like, a, like, they have like Walt Whitman quotes or something on them and, and the Ten Commandments. And they're like, who could have built these stones? <laughs> He was actually like a local artist. Like, yeah. <laughs> just go and ask them. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know how they could move those stones. Like, I couldn't do that with my crane, so. <laughs> I need, I need, you need laser, you need diamond tip tools to move that kind of stone. You need, you need something that can cut through diorite. Diamond's the only thing that can do that. Listen. We were able to read this because it's at the National Library of Scotland in Edinburgh. Believe it or not. Just sad. But also nice. But yeah, apparently it's collectible for £145. That is insane. Wait, that's the That's the sex chapter. Oh no. The sexual antics. He's saying that... It is probable that the modified Babylonian tree of life was assimilated later into the traditions of the ancient days because the Zohar text never mentions Sephira or Sephiroth as such. There's no sex going on here. Oh, wait, no, yes, there is. Okay. Nitzach and Hod, victory and glory are, of course, the testicles are mana storage tanks. And they have been properly placed at either side with Yesod, the penis of mana, discharge nozzle between them. Malkuth, Malkuth, the kingdom does not appear in the Zohar text and was probably added later. That's disgusting. (laughs) I think that's it for our first 
attempt, our first episode. We'll assemble the evidence next time. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and we'll analyze the evidence. Yeah. All right. Thank you. All right. Well, goodbye now. Goodbye. Bye-bye.